This week on Speak Lord, we're focusing on weariness. I'm bringing back a collection of rerun episodes, and they all have to do with being weary. And maybe I just get tired too often. And this theme just comes up because that's where I'm at myself is overworked, tired. Well, it happens. And here's the thing. Both God and Satan have plans for our weariness. God has plans to sustain us and to call us to himself and to give us rest and to teach us how to trust him in times of weakness. And Satan has plans too, to take advantage of our weakness, to tempt us, to cause us to despair. It's so important that we make right decisions in our weariness. So the first episode we're bringing back this week is episode number two. Once again, you'll hear that different sound quality and some different music bringing us in and out. We're going to go to Hebrews 12, which calls us to look to Christ as the solution to our weariness. Hebrews 12, 1-3 Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which clings so closely. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured for sinners such hostility against himself, so that you will not grow weary or faint-hearted. Are you weary? Think about Jesus. Thinking about Jesus gives us strength and endurance. The text says, Consider him who endured for sinners such hostility against himself, so that you will not grow weary or faint-hearted. Think about what he has done for you in dying for us. Verse 2 says, Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, think about how he is the founder and the perfecter of your faith. It says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Think about him enduring the cross, despising his shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. This week, the world will be remembering the final week of Christ before the cross. It's referred to as Holy Week or Passion Week. Today, this Sunday, is referred to as Palm Sunday. Next Sunday is Resurrection Sunday. And maybe you haven't made this Passion Week part of your spiritual experience, and that's just fine. But we will see an increase of people paying attention to what Christ has done for us. And I encourage you to take time to reflect on the upper room and Gethsemane and the trial of Christ and the mockery and the cross and the resurrection Reflect on who Christ is and what he's done for you. And as you think about Christ, let it fill you with strength. When you get weary, let it be a reminder to think about Jesus. Speak Lord is a resource of the Palmer Seventh-day Adventist Church. Find us online at Palmer. That was episode two. And another thing I love about that verse that I didn't bring out in that episode is that it actually gives us a strategy for dealing with weariness And the strategy is to set joy before us. This is how Jesus endured weariness. He put joy, future joy, in front of him in present suffering. And it gave him endurance and meaning to go through that weary chapter in front of him. So maybe you're tired, maybe you're exhausted, but there's something in the future that you believe 
that is full of joy, take that thing and set joy before you as a strategy for enduring well in weariness. The next episode we're bringing back is called Three Reasons We Get Tired of Doing the Right Thing. And this was pretty recent. It was just from April 2022. The message of this one is exactly what it sounds like. We do get weary of doing good. And we need to troubleshoot that and make some changes because that's not a good thing. And we need to get to the base of that problem and let God fix it. So here is the episode, Three Reasons We Get Tired of Doing the Right Thing. You're listening to Speak, Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. There are times when we just get tired of doing the right thing. Have you ever been there? You know it's the right thing to do, but you just don't want to do it. You just don't feel the strength or the energy or the desire to keep making it happen. Why is it that we get tired of doing the right thing? That's not good. Because if it becomes something we don't want to do, we might just not do it. Listen to these verses from Galatians chapter 6. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary in doing good. For in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity... Let us do good to everyone, especially those who are of the household of God. It is very possible to grow weary in doing good. And here are three reasons why that happens. It happens like this for me, and maybe these things also make you grow weary in doing good. So one of those reasons is that we do that good by our own strength. Back to Galatians chapter 6, verse 8, it says, For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. We can do the hard work of sowing in our own flesh, or we can do that work in the Spirit. Peter says that whoever speaks should speak as though speaking the words of God, and whoever serves should do it with the strength that God provides, in order that in everything God may be glorified. One of the reasons why I grow weary in doing good is that I do that good by my own strength, and I need to do it by the power of the Holy Spirit. And here's another reason. I grow weary in doing good when I don't see the results, especially when I make the results my goal. But listen to what it says in verse 9. Let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. We get weary because we're not at that due season yet. We're giving and giving and we're doing the right thing even though it's hard and we just don't see any results. The prophet Isaiah described the people as being with child and giving birth to the wind. They put in all the hard work and they saw no results. This is why the Bible says, trust in the Lord and do good. We do the right thing because it's the right thing, not because we're waiting for some resulting reward. 
This is why Peter says, entrust yourselves to a faithful creator while doing good. We have to trust the results to God and we show our trust by continuing to do good even when we don't see the results. So maybe you are weary of doing good because you're like me and you aren't seeing the results you want to see. So it's trust in God that fights off that weariness. We know that he will bring about the right results at the right time. And here's a third reason why you might be tired of doing the right thing. And that's because you're just doing too much. It says, let us not become weary in doing good. In part, I take that to mean that we shouldn't do so much stuff, even if it's good, that we end up wearing ourselves out. Verse 10 says, so then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone. It does not say, so then, squeeze in every opportunity to do every good thing you can do for every person. It just says, as you have opportunity, doing good must happen at a sustainable, real-life pace. God wants us to live abundant lives that are overflowing, and that only happens when we take time to recharge so we have something to give. It is possible to do so much good that we are exhausted. Don't do that. If that's the reason that you're tired of doing the right thing, then the solution would be to cut back. Don't cut out the good entirely. Just slow down the pace. So doing the right thing is not something we want to get tired of. But if you're in that situation, try these things. Whatever good you do, do it in the strength of the Holy Spirit. Whatever right things you are called to do today, don't obsess about the results. Trust those to God, and you just show up to do the right thing that he's called you to do. And whatever good thing you're called to do, don't do so much of it that it leaves you exhausted. Commit to doing good things with appropriate margin. You see, God has plans for your future, and they include a whole lot of good. So if we don't learn how to pace ourselves now, we won't be available for the future good he has planned for us. And let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. You can find more of Speak, Lord at PastorRyanRogers.com or by searching for Palmer SDA Church. And for a final episode on weariness, I'm bringing back an episode called Exhausted Yet Pursuing. And it helps us to discern when it is right to continue pursuing and when it's time to rest. One of the lines in this episode that I appreciate is that the destination of our rest is not selfishness. As you listen to this episode, there are some biblical ways to check ourselves. Are we giving up too soon because we're tired, or do we actually need to step back and be responsible and rest? Here is Exhausted Yet Pursuing. You're listening to Speak, Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers, and I do this podcast because I love to hear God speak through the words of the Bible, and I want to share that with you. Are you exhausted? When we get that way, we have to make a decision between two different choices, and either one of them could be right. Do we rest, 
or keep going? Sometimes the answer to exhaustion is rest. And sometimes the appropriate thing is to keep going. How do you know which one is right in your situation? There's this verse in Judges chapter 8, and it sounds tough, like part of a script from a movie with a strong hero. Judges chapter 8 verse 4, And Gideon came to the Jordan and crossed over, he and three hundred men who were with him, exhausted yet pursuing. Doesn't that just feel tough? Exhausted yet pursuing. They're not going to let their tiredness keep them from the thing they're pursuing. So how do we know when we need to be heroic and press on even though we are exhausted? And when is it right to stop and rest? Well, sometimes it's obvious because there are deadlines or demands and they tell us exactly when we get to rest. But sometimes we don't have those deadlines. And the decision is a lot more subjective than that. Well, how do we know? We never rest from God. We rest in Him. I rest from my work. I take a break from that. I need to stop doing that. But it's not like that with God. I don't take a rest from spiritual things. Like I've had enough of a God for now and I just need my own space and my own time, my own movies, my own hobbies. That's not rest. Rest is the thing we find in God. And that's why sometimes it's appropriate to be exhausted and yet pursuing. Because if we have not found God or the thing he's giving to us, then our exhaustion is not going to be cured just by giving up the pursuit. There's a well-known verse about rest in Matthew 11. It's the one where Jesus says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So in this verse, Jesus is not calling us to continue the pursuit, even though we're exhausted. He's calling us to come and rest. He's calling us to rest from our yoke and our burden. Those things he's calling us to rest from have to do with self and the pressures of the world around us. And he's calling us to rest in him. We get this mixed up so often, and it's no wonder that we are left exhausted. Instead of laying down self and all the stresses of life and resting in Jesus, we say things like, I just need some time to myself. And we make the destination of our rest selfishness indulging in selfish hobbies or pleasures, and we come out of that just as exhausted. Jesus says, no, actually, put those burdens down and rest in me. So back to that hero verse in Judges chapter 8. That came right after the story of Gideon. Actually, it is the story of Gideon. It's just after the great battle when God whittled the army down and they had this amazing defeat. And then they were pursuing the enemy. And that's when it says they were exhausted yet pursuing. So in this example, they are pursuing what God gave to them. 
They were pursuing God's leading. The entire battle was a miracle. It was God's doing. So that's when it's okay to keep pursuing when you're exhausted, when you're pursuing the leading of God. In our exhaustion, we could ask ourselves, what do I need to be pursuing right now in order to actually find rest? And we can ask ourselves, what things do I need to be stopping and laying down right now in order that I can actually rest? True rest is not just being lazy and checking out. Sometimes it's pursuing the thing that God is giving you, the direction he's leading you, and that's the only way you will find rest. And sometimes it's setting some things down and just coming to Jesus and not trying to do it all on your own. Are you exhausted? What do you need to do to find rest? What do you need to pursue? What do you need to lay down? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Well, that's it for this week. I hope if you are weary that these have pointed you to some biblical solutions and strategies of how to live well in weariness and trust God through it. And I hope you're enjoying this format of bringing back some episodes and letting them live again, letting them speak their message to us one more time. The things that God speaks to us, they are worth repeating. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening.